Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Yeah, very good morning to you. Jimmy Williams and Paul Hayes will be with you on this Saturday morning. Great to see you, Hayes. Oh, great to be with you too. And what about the big names coming back this weekend for the Dockers and the Eagles? I think buys are good in that respect because you get all your players back and Switzkowski, Logue, Wilson, Tabernar is back and Nathan Fife is back as well. That August for a big game. Of course, Sean Darcy has signed, re-signed throughout the week for another two years. And I can't wait till this afternoon when he takes on Brodie Grundy. That's going to be one that's worth the price of admission. Yeah, well, there were some murmurs that Victorian clubs were going to chase him hard. Mm. We've seen what he's capable of in recent weeks, big Sean Darcy. He's rucking beautifully. He's got a terrific midfield to stay and build with. The Dockers have really got a good one there. And a big game for them too. I think they can win and keep their top eight chances alive. And for the West Coast, Eagles, Shepard, Chewy, Kelly, McGovern, Petrocelli and Vardy, all included. The young kids have been going well. They're all turfed out, but it's good to see them coming ripe at the right time. And I give them a real chance to win this one and become a top four potential this year because they've got a pretty good list now with all their players injury-free. If they have their best players on the park, the Eagles, they are one of Mm. the best teams in the AFL. We saw that when they won the Premiership only a few years ago. So if they can stay injury-free, stay healthy and get those uh, younger kids providing some push from underneath, they're going to be a good squad. And move the ball a little bit quicker. Give their forwards a chance. I just thought late in that game against Richmond, they had no choice. Move the ball quicker. And they did. And it worked for them. Look at that. Follow that. Follow what Richmond has done over the last couple of years. Give your forwards a chance because that forward line is absolute dynamite. Hayes, let's get into the dig. The dig. Dial before you dig. The essential first step. It is the essential first step, and the AFL have had to take some steps, Hayes, because I just worry that maybe it's happening again, a COVID outbreak in New South Wales. I'm digging COVID-19 because (laughs) I've had enough. It's really affecting a lot of people out there, and particularly our industry, the football industry. Of course, New South Wales are now more cases, the dangerous variant uh, over there in Victoria as well. And the AFL's got some big decisions to make over the next few weeks. It's not going to be easy. If that is a bigger outbreak, then all of a sudden it becomes hard to play games in Victoria, you've got teams trying to get in and out into different states. It's a nightmare period, and I hate to say it, and I don't want to say it, but I feel if this continues, we could be headed back towards a bit of a shutdown period in the AFL because eventually it does become a logistical nightmare for them to get it right, and they may just need a period of one or two weeks to get some teams out of those areas. Do you think fans are going to look back on this year and the year just gone, Hayes, looking at the fixture and the changes and teams playing home games, for example, this weekend, the Giants playing a home game at the MCG against Hawthorne. Are we going to look back and say, gee, it was a, a compromised couple of years? Yeah, I think so. I think last year, because Richmond won it, it doesn't. It wasn't compromised because they did it the hard way. Had Brisbane have won it last year, 
Absolutely. I think there would have been questions raised about them. But it's not looking good for the industry. The lost revenue already, whether we shut down or whether we have more games without crowds in the coming weeks and months, we know what happened last year with a lot of the soft football cuts that came in and they're doing it pretty tough, a lot of those coaches and some of the players as well. If we go through another period like that, then all of a sudden more cuts next year, it puts the, da- the game in a bit of jeopardy and danger going forward for a period of time. I know it sucks, Hayes, but gee, a Western Australian hub wouldn't be too bad. Well, West Australia's still good. South Australia, still good. Queensland, still good. Tasmania, still good. And also Northern Territory. It's not panic stations yet, so we still have options for the AFL to go into those markets. But, geez, we'd love more footy here, wouldn't we? Uh, we saw it with a Dreamtime game. The clubs would love it. And we just wait to see what happens. Don't go anywhere on Off the Bench. We'll preview the big games coming up this weekend. We'll get inside the Western Bulldogs camp with former Eagle Ashley Hansen. And we'll speak to a young emerging Collingwood player in Isaac Quainer. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Welcome back to the show. Massive game between Collingwood and Fremantle not too far away. And a man who begins a new journey for the Collingwood Football Club is Robert Harvey. Of course, St Kilda legend takes the reins from Nathan Buckley. And earlier this week, Hayes and Carl caught up with Isaac Quainer, an emerging midfielder for the Magpies. Now, just having a little bit of a, a look back and, and a reflecting upon uh, your outgoing coach in Nathan Buckley, a man who has probably been your only coach. In fact, he has been your only coach since you've come yeah. into the AFL competition. And just looking at all the younger blokes that have, you know, come into your side, I look at McCreary and I look at Poulter and I look at Rantel and I look at uh, uh, the Brown boys and I could go on. But there's a lot of young blokes, uh, Lynchy, I think Big Lynchy in the Rucks, another one who we've got to throw into the melting pot that look like that they've certainly developed their game whilst they've been at the Collingwood Football Club, if that's fair to say. Yeah, most definitely. I think we've got... A really strong young crop coming through, which is like, which was pretty exciting to be part of, to be honest. And um, you know, I think it's pretty well balanced in regards to having, you know, all all areas of the ground pretty well covered and with some up and coming stars, I reckon. So, oh, it's pretty exciting to be part of, and it's good for me. Like, it's good to be around people the similar age to you and and to hang out with as, with as well. So, no, I'm loving it so far, to be honest. How was that feeling when you beat Melbourne? And we know you hadn't been playing that well this year, but to do it in Nathan Buckley's last game would have been great, but there would have been a feeling of where's this footy been? Yeah, oh, definitely. I think the fans would have felt that and we felt that as well. And it's almost, in a sense, a bit frustrating. It's, you know, we, there's no reason why we couldn't have produced that type of performance from the start, but for whatever reason, we just weren't able to put the pieces together, but it was a perfect time. If there's going to be any time for us to have a performance like that, it was definitely that game. And to send Bucks out with a, you know, a pretty good-hearted win was, um, was really good. Football moves on very quickly. He's out the door. Robert Harvey takes over the role. He spoke today for the first time. How have you found him? And what's been the message from the great one? Oh, Harvey is a, is, a, is a great coach. I've actually worked quite closely with him as the, uh, the backs line coach throughout this year. And um, yeah, I've loved loved every minute of working with him, and he's I'm super confident that he'll be able to take over. He's a very experienced coach as well. I think he's got 15 years of experience, so I'm just excited for I guess the next nine weeks and and whatever happens after that. But I, I don't think he, he's not changing things too much. I, I think it'd be you know it'd be pretty tough to change too much to, uh, at this point in the season. So. Much is changing, but yeah, I think we're just excited for the next nine weeks. I want to see one little change. What about Quainer into the middle, into the guts, oh. maybe run around in that part of the ground instead yeah. of just doing that stuff you're doing down back, mate? I reckon you can go in there, don't you? Come on. 
Yeah, oh, I'll tell you what, I'd, I'd love it. But um, I probably just got to wait my turn a little bit. But no, I'm happy down defence, I must say. Like, I, I do love defence. and I've, I've been brought up as a defender, so it comes quite natural to me. But definitely, I'm on off the midfield in years to come, most definitely. Do you think there'll be a bit of experimentation with Robert Harvey in some of those positional changes now? Um, look, maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'll have to slyly just bring it up in a conversation just just try and uh, plant the seed in his head and see how we go. But, yeah, hopefully, maybe. We'll see. You played in the back line most of the year. You're doing a pretty good job. And you had a tough matchup earlier on in the year. How was it when you went head-to-head with Toby Green? He got you that day, but what did you learn? Because he's one of the best players in the comp right now. Yeah, oh, no, he's a, he's a great player. He's, to be honest, uh, going into that game, he was he was one of my favourite players coming out of it. He's probably not anymore. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, he, he's oh, he's one of the more talented players in this league, and you know he's a bona fide star. So I, I took a few learnings out of it. I mean, I almost got probably a little bit too sticky and too man oriented with him, and and probably just went away from our team defence. And I think that was something that, in the end, I almost was in my own head a little bit. And as he was kicking goals, I was kind of just dropping my head a little bit, you know, each goal at a time. So. You know, you got to learn from those things. I've never had five goals kicked for me in my life, and, you know, it was the first time for everything, so hopefully that's the last. Isaac Quayner will stay with us after the break. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Yeah, really looking forward to the matchup between Brody Grundy, star magpie, who returns for the Pies against the Dockers today, and the newly re-signed big man, Sean Darcy, who is staying put for the Dockers, and he'll have his work cut out for him today against one of the stars of the competition in Grundy. But, Hayes, you were really impressed with who stood up in his absence. Darcy Cameron, four goals uh, last time you played. It looks like he's starting to feel comfortable at the level. Yeah, no, he's, he's had a really good year, I'd say, the up there with one of our most improved players. And it's been, it's been really good to see him kick a few few bags of three or four, which has been really good for him. And, yeah, I think it's a testament to all the work that he put in over the last couple of years. What about this Fremantle Dockers team, mate? Uh, they've got a few changes themselves, some big players coming back into their lineup, and they won't be easy to beat over there. No. Well, I, I've, from my experience of playing against him, I don't, I don't recall actually beating them yet. So... They're they're a great side and coached by you know our my ex backline coach in uh, Longy as well and obviously with Matthew Boyd there as well so there's a few connections there and obviously they're pretty um, knowledgeable about the way we play but it probably works vice versa so no they'd be an exciting exciting lineup and yeah hopefully we get the win going how, pretty confident. How much of a loss do you think he was for the Collingwood Football Club? It it has been spoken about that he was a key part and he made it a bit more difficult for Nathan Buckley once he left because of that defensive element he brought to the team. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, that was my first year and I honestly didn't have... like I was injured in the second half of the year and probably was a little bit more in the VFL, so I didn't have too much to do with him, to be honest with you. But I think from from... Everything that I've heard, I've heard nothing bad about Longy, especially in regards to his footy brain. I think, yeah, it, it makes sense for him to be a head coach. And obviously, it's probably, it is a big loss, you know. He's brought some some real strengths to the, to the coaching panel. But no, we've filled it with, you know, really talented coaches as well. So, as you said, the game goes on. Is there a chance you get to play on Michael Walters this week? Yeah, there's, there's definitely a chance. I, I'm not... Actually, 100% sure at the moment of matchups, but yeah, he's a very talented forward. And the last few weeks, I've kind of been taking that that small forward. So hopefully, that's the hopefully that's the move. But 
it's a six v six defence that we play anyway, so there might be a few chopping and changing anyway. Isaac, not knowing what the future looks like, uh, of course, the AFL, uh, like every other sporting code, has been troubled by uh, COVID, which has taken its toll now up in in Sydney. And um, we still don't know what's going to happen next week. At this point, um, I'm looking at the future fixtures and there's nothing. And and at this point, you're scheduled to play St Kilda at the MCG, but we're not exactly sure when. Yeah, I've I've been kind of checking that fixture just to see what's going on in the next few weeks. It's kind of... It'd be good to know, but uh, obviously, you know, there's a whole bunch of headaches that the AFI has to sort out. So, as we've as we've been the last couple of years, we're flexible and agile, and we'll continue to be that, I guess, as as long as COVID's around. So, look, it doesn't. I don't think it really matters where the game is for us. It's just another job to get done. Yeah, just as long as we can get keep it getting it played, mate. Good on you. Nice to chat. Take care. Look after yourself. Look forward to seeing you in action on the weekend. No, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Isaac Quayner there. I called him a midfielder at the top of the show. He's maybe more of a defender now, but he's certainly one to watch as Collingwood grow and develop their team under the new guidance of Robert Harvey. And that begins against Fremantle, who have a stack of stars back today. Off the bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Welcome back. A weather and sport update for Elgas. Call Elgas 131161. A man who knows all about West Coast and winning is Ash Hansen. He's now at the Western Bulldogs as an assistant coach and he's getting their forward line to fire. Yeah, the, the boys have, have been putting a body of work together this year that's certainly allowed us to, to function at a, at a pretty high level and, and score and put um, you know some pressure on in the scoreboard stakes and, and allow us to generate some wins. Um, we're a little bit off last week. Obviously, um, you know, Tom Stewart, very influential um, behind the ball. Um, so, yeah, we've uh, we've reviewed last week's game and we're, we're certainly looking forward to this week's contest and really taking on some similar players uh, with a similar ability in West Coast defence. And you may also have to deal with that extra player behind the ball because I don't know if you had a good look at the game against Richmond, which I broadcast last week, but uh, they definitely played with that same sort of structure with a man behind the ball. Yeah, well, yeah, Richmond, Richmond allow that to occur with, you know, they were, they were probably taking two up to the stoppage and really trying to reinforce that, obviously, with the threat of Nad Nui and Richmond have been known to do that. West Coast, we know, hold a really firm, you know, back six, um, got some really good users and obviously interceptors down there where they can win the ball back and then start to control the game. So we've certainly got to ensure that they're in a contest and, and not having the game played on their terms. Let's just go back to Aaron Norton. Air Norton, I like to call him, because he just flies for the footy more than anybody else as well. Do you think there's still a lot of upside to come from this kid? Oh, without doubt. Um, Hayes, his, his growth and, and development over the last couple of years in the front half after historically not playing there um, has been really influential, obviously, in our rise um, and has got plenty of scope to continue to grow his game in that front half around his decision-making and continuing to get involved at ground level. So he's a dual threat player. Um, and then obviously, you know, he's looking to work on his accuracy in front of goal so he can then capitalise on, on the contested marking and, and the marks on the lead that he's, that he's creating for himself inside forward 50. So a young man, he's in a hurry. Um, and we still think he's got yeah, a lot of growth ahead of him. There's another kid I like in your forward line too, Cody Waitman. I think he's got all the tricks to become a very good long-term player. Yeah, we, we took Cody, you know, fairly highly um, in the 2019 draft. And, and last year was a real challenge for those first-year players having to move into a hub for the majority of the season and, and not really have a strong state league system to probably develop at the same rate that they would have normally. 
Um, but Cody's put in a tremendous amount of work over the last you know, 18 months and really started to develop his game and understand what it takes to play that role at the AFL level. And certainly, certainly his uh, ability to, to be clean and, and have a, a few tricks to create separation or get himself into space to have a shot on goal or create for others is really exciting. And, and we know that he's got a good leap on him too where he can compete in the air. So he can challenge opposition um, defences. I heard your coach, your senior coach, uh, that is, uh, yep. say that uh, the reason why Jason Johannesson was uh, swung from defence to attack was to add some speed in your forward half. Uh, how's he been able to adapt, you feel? Very well, yeah. We think JJ's really evolved as a player. We know what he can do in the back half, but we've got some really strong you know, personnel down there that are playing well. So... He wanted to go on this path and, and JJ just embraced it and, and certainly his speed and he's probably our best um, score assist player and inside 50 kick at the moment with the way that he makes the decision but also weights the ball depending upon where the target is. Um, and we know that you know he's such a threat for overlap run when he gets up the ground and then slingshots back. So um, he certainly added speed to our front half and give us a level, give us a level of um, dynamic play, which is really important um, if you're looking to score on the turnover. And that's exactly what I think the Western Bulldogs will be looking to do against the Eagles at Optus Stadium tomorrow. Of course, Luke Shuey, the Eagles star captain, is finally back and he'll take on the dogs tomorrow in what I'm sure is going to be a cracker. Get $80 in LPG account credits. Call Elgas 131-161. Hayes and I will catch you next weekend. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.